Morning, everyone. Welcome to our church and to the communion. This is a sacred moment, um, as the Bible dictates, when we want God to fill us with His full presence. We know that we have to clear the place, our heart, right? So let's give God this moment of confession, and He shall descend. Our Father who art in heaven, Holy Father, the only Father whom we should call in the eternal sense, we come to you confessing our sins, recognizing your majesty and glory and holiness, and we pray to you, first of all, thanking you for your grace, your election before the foundation of the world of the bride of the church, bride of Christ, the church and your redemption of our sins through the life of your only begotten Son, and you regenerating our spirit through the work of the Holy Spirit, and then you sending him to live in us, despite sometimes we dishonor his name. And we pray that you will forgive us as we confess our sins, no matter those in our thoughts, words, or action. And we pray that you would not only forgive as you promised through Jesus Christ's work, but also actually you will cleanse our sins and uh, you will let the Holy Spirit now fill our life and then talk to us in the still small voice. Let us hear your word. Let us, let us know your leading so that our obedience will let us feel, see, the goodness of your will. And through that, we pray that our life will grow. Your life, Christ's life, which you planted in us, will grow and will become a blessing to those around us. And until the time we see you face to face, when you will convert us 100% holy. Until then, we entrust in your hands to keep us faithful, which we want to be. We pray in Jesus' name. Please come and distribute these elements.
as we have been going through the series of uh, um, Christ in Isaiah, okay, and uh, we have reviewed to you that in the book of Isaiah, which is a well-designed book, it has four songs of the servant. It has four um, um, kind of supplements for the songs of the servant. It has four uh, songs of Messiah, and it has four odes to Zion. Okay? And today I'm going to read you a part of the first ode to Zion which is actually a prediction of the new Jerusalem that is coming. Okay. As we know, um, we ha we'll have eternal life, and the eternal life is with Christ Jesus in God's glory. But it is not exactly in heaven, as we say, because heaven is the third heaven. It's a spiritual place. Our eternal life actually is with God the Father and Son and Holy Spirit in the new heaven, new earth, and the new Jerusalem. Okay? We will have a resurrected body as the resurrected Christ. It's a corporal body. It has a body, but it's not, as not the same kind of physical as the, the matter here, because matter now is a cursed thing, because it will die, but the life we have will not die. Okay? Now it is uh, limited by space and time, and then it's not limited by space and time. And... Um, uh, so we're not have a life in heaven, but in new heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem. On the new earth, and uh, the new Jerusalem will be actually our heavenly home, which is actually on the earth. Okay, so it is, will be a beautiful place, but it will be a city, a city of about half the United States in width, length, and height. It's uh, the shape of the holy of holies, when God the Father and the Son will appear bodily in there so we can see face to face and there will be a river of life and then it will be the embodiment of the holy spirit okay so it is uh it, it's a prediction however when god reveals to an old testament prophet he will only recognize and say in the languages and images that he understood at his time. Okay? So let us read this as a revelation from God understood by Old Testament prophet and it can be projected in what the New Testament has revealed. Okay? I want to read a portion of it because it's long. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness will cover the earth, and deep darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes round about and see. They all gather together, they come to you. Your sons will come from afar, and your daughters will be carried in the arms. Then you will see and be radiant, and your heart will thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea will be turned to you. The wealth of the nations will come to you. A multitude of camels will cover you, the young camels of Midian and the Ephat. All those from Sheba will come. 
They will bring gold and frankincense and will bear good news of the praise of the Lord. All the flocks of the Kedar will be gathered to together to you. The rams of uh, Nabiot will minister to you. They will go up and uh, with acceptance on my altar, and I shall glorify my glorious house. Who are those who fly like a cloud and like the doves to their lattices? Surely the coastlands will wait for me, and the ships of Tarshish will come first to bring your sons from afar, their silver and their gold with them for the name of the Lord your God and for the Holy One of Israel because he has glorified you. So who is this one who claims to be me, the coastland will be waiting for me, and the Holy One of Israel, who is he? Jesus Christ in his second coming glory. At that time, he will call all the sons of Israel from around the world. At that time, if they are still living, that means they have repented of their sins of rejecting Jesus Christ. They, well, partially due to their jealousy of seeing the church disappear before the wrath of God. And they recognize, oh, they have missed something important that should have been theirs. And they repented. They come back to recognize Jesus as the true Messiah then they shall be saved at the end of the tribulation. They will live into the millennium and they will reproduce and fill the earth together with those Gentiles who will be evangelized by the 144,000 uh, Hebrew evangelists. Okay? And uh, as we say Hebrew, it will be more than Jewish. Okay? So this is uh, the picture of the uh, kingdom to come, which is the full kingdom. We are now living in the spiritual kingdom, the church age, which is better than the visible kingdom before, but not full, not the best yet. So we are thankful for what has been given, and we are hopeful for what will come. And by this time, keep our faith, keep our hope, and love God and love one another. Okay, uh, Let's uh, take the communion in remembrance that who made all of this possible. It was Jesus Christ who gave his body on the cross as a replacement of our punishment for uh, our sin. Okay? He who had no sin became sin on the cross so that those who trusted in him would not suffer from the consequence of a sin, not uh, for the eternity to come. Okay? And then this is grace. This is undeserved. When we take this bread, remember Jesus Christ's suffering on the cross as we crush this hard thing in our teeth. He suffered for us, and it will be our honor to suffer with Him so that we will receive glory together with Him. The body of Christ was given for us. We take this bread in remembrance of Him. Christ on the cross, he asked the Father to forgive those who participated in crucifying him, for he said that they did not know what they wanted, uh, they were doing. And he promised that um, he will come again. At that time, he will um, have a real dinner at a really real long table with billions of believers of Jesus. Each of us will be praising the same Savior, for his blood covered our sin, and we will drink real wine to celebrate his victory.
So when we take this, remember Jesus' blood before and his promise in the future. The blood of Christ was shed for us on the cross. We take this in remembrance of him. Dear Lord Jesus Christ, our King, our Head, our Lord, and our Savior, we come to you thanking you for your love, for your obedience to your Father's election, and for coming into this world, uh, incarnating, taking on humanity in addition to your divinity, and living a righteous life, but giving up your physical life as redemption for our sins. We thank you for your love, for your sacrifice, and um, we, thanks to you and the work of the Father and you and the Holy Spirit, we have been redeemed, we have been regenerated, we're now alive with your life in us, and with the Holy Spirit indwelling us with our body as a new temple of God, and we pray that you will sanctify us as you have saved us, you now you make us holy, not only in name, in position, but in actuality, in deeds and in thoughts and in our works. We pray that as we obey the leading and we will become gradually more and more holy and at the end, at the glorification, we'll become completely holy. At that time, we shall see you face to face, thanking you and um, be we'll be accepting the position you have assigned for us, reigning with you in the new kingdom to come and um, together be the guardian of our Father's asset forever and ever. We thank you with love in your name. Amen.